are we doing? It is episode 53 of Franco's World. I'm the host. I'm the guy. I am Franco Miller. It is my show. I tried to have video going on today. We'll see how that works out. You know how it is because I live in the country. I doubt the video ever gets fully uploaded. A lot of interesting stuff going on for you today. If you're wondering about the three-man episode, that is coming out at the end of the month. So I have optimum space to post another episode. That's the answer to that. So let's get on with it. Today's episode is going to be very interesting. I got a bunch of topics here on my handy dandy sheet. If you're watching the video, this is my sheet. I have paint all over my fingers and my hands. That's also why I'm wearing this uh, dingy looking shirt because I'm a painting expert and any painting expert knows uh, you're not going to want to wear good clothes when you're doing lots of paint. So I got to, I got to, I got to say something here. I got, I got something to say. Jimmy Fallon, Blackface, 2000, Chris Rock, saw it yesterday, here are my thoughts on it. It's not necessarily Jimmy's fault, okay, the writing, the producing, it had to pass through so many stages before it got to Jimmy, it's unbelievable. And SNL, who makes a ton of money and who gets a lot of viewership off of the cancel team, oh boy, the video went down for a second, who gets off, like, a ton of listeners and such. From the cancel team. And they're going to not get canceled over this. Okay, nothing's going to change. They have so many viewers, like I said, so many viewers and so much money in advertising comes from the cancel team. They kicked Shane Gillis off, who's an actual real comedian. They kicked him off over a joke. They kicked a comedian off of a comedy show for a joke, if that makes sense. And then the patron saint of milk toast jokes. And he, he's a good host. Hey. You know, maybe you don't like his jokes, but he makes the guests feel comfortable. I'll give him that. Seems like a nice guy. James Fallon, he obviously makes more money, is way more successful, and probably more funnier than I am, or it will ever be. So so the cancel squad is going to probably back him on this, and that's fine. I'm just saying. It had to pass through many things before it got to, to, to Jimmy Fallon. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, would lo- I haven't seen the sketch. I think it would be funny to see him. This is my impression of Jimmy Fallon impersonating Chris Rock. What do you do when you... Yeah, see, it's not It's not good. It's it's bad. I'm not an impression guy. I'm not an impression guy. But it, it's just bananas to me that, uh, you know, we're going to dig up stuff from 20 years ago. It's a, char- it's a character piece. Granted, blackface is bad, but it can be done tastefully in a sense of... Um, 30 Rock did it tastefully. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia did it tastefully, where they're kind of being like, okay, this is stupid to do this. Like, you shouldn't do this, so to speak. Like, uh, one of my favorite scenes in, in 30 Rock, I guess, is um, is whenever uh, Jenna is in, like, she's doing the remake of of Oz, which is, uh, I think it was the black version of Wizard of Oz. I'm not sure. At least it wasn't that episode of the TV show. And she starts singing, he's on down the road, and <laughs> she's in blackface, and uh, Alec Baldwin, Tina Fey's character, is like, absolutely not, absolutely not, no, 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 shut that down. It's, 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 I'm just... Well, I want to get back to the point. What I was trying to make was, like, uh, the cancel squad is definitely going to back Jimmy over this, and they're definitely going to back SNL over this, and yet they kick Shane Gillis off and all that jazz. It just, it's hypocrisy at its finest. And the point being, if you are a fellow jokester, you, there's two sides to this. So you might as well pick the one that isn't going to turn on you at first chance. Because there's been people speak out over that, people that are a part of the cancel squad uh, whenever their number gets called and they get attacked on, on 
fake life social media apps and sponsors are like, hey, we got to we gotta pull out. They understand what it's like. And then they're like, oh, okay, this is a mob mentality and they will eat their own and it doesn't really matter. You know, that's really all I'm trying to say. So let's move on from that. Um, also, go follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Franco's World underscore. Go follow me on TikTok, Franco's World no underscore. I'm trying to get some guests on the show, send out a couple feelers, send out some more feelers, trying to bring some funny people on uh, to have some witty banter, I guess. I would like to bring funny people on that maybe you haven't heard of, uh, that I follow on social media that I think are funny, so I will reach out to those people. And maybe, just maybe, they will come on the show. So let's talk about uh, Corona for a second. I haven't said that word in weeks. have not said that word Corona in weeks, on the show at least. Are we supposed to treat the survivors like they survived a terrorist attack or or some sort of mass shooting? Uh, do they get a veteran status? I don't know necessarily how to treat the corona survivors. It's great that they survived. It's an act of God or what have you. Uh, fantastic. They survived. Good. Good. Uh, but are they heroes? Are, who are the heroes? We know the first responders and or, or the medical staff and stuff like that. The heroes, okay? The really hot uh, pharmaceutical sales reps, they're heroes, all right? The people that are selling, um, you know, limb, the fake limbs to, people, to hospitals, heroes, all right? The people that, that make the beds in the hospitals, heroes. People that take out the garbage in the hospitals, heroes. I get it. But what about the survivors? Are they heroes as well? All right, the people that are doing Zoom open mics, are they heroes? They're bringing laughter and joy into the world. <laughs> are they heroes? Who are the heroes? I don't know who the heroes are. I just watched Seinfeld's new special, which I saw in person. Not there, but at a different spot. It was good. Uh, I don't know who the heroes are, and I guess we'll never know if we're supposed to treat the corona survivors like they survived 9-11 until the country song comes out. Okay, we need... Who is going to be the country artist that releases that hit? Who is going to rise to fame for releasing the Corona Survivors hit? Who's it going to be? It's out there for the taking. I'm from a country state. I have the ability to make a country hit and go triple platinum. I have this ability. Who Who's, who's going to do it? Is it Dan and Shay? You know, is it going to be, because I'm thinking it's going to be a pop country guy. I don't think it's going to be like a, it's not going to be a down home country guy. Okay. It's going to be a pop country guy. So who's uh Thomas Rhett, maybe Thomas Rhett can sing a song about Corona survivors. Um, like I said, Dan and Shay, and I met one of their moms because one of them was from Pittsburgh and there was a cutout and she wanted to take a picture with a cutout because I was working for a radio station at the time or a radio corporation. And she's like, where's my son's cutout? And I'm like, oh, he didn't make the trip. And I didn't realize that she was being dead serious. And that was her son was the actual member of Dan and shit, one of the members. And so I'd like to formally apologize to one of their moms. I didn't mean to sound like a jerk. I did. I thought it was like a, I thought it was a bit and I was trying to play on with it. And now I look stupid. Who is going to make the song? Answer me. Somebody, please. I don't really know a lot of country artists right now. I don't, I don't foresee a, a woman country singer doing this. No T-Swift, even though she's not country. No Carrie Underwood. Um, you know, Casey Musgraves won't do it. Casey Musgraves would crush it, though. I, I love Casey Musgraves. She's great. Fallon did blackface. 
Never forget. Never forgive, never forget. We're on the topic of 9-11. Fallon did blackface in 2000, 20 years ago. He definitely hasn't moved on and matured since then. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with golf right now. I watched Tiger Woods, Tom Brady, Phil Mickelson, Peyton Manning play golf. I threw money on it. I swear if this air conditioning, I'm in an office right now, I swear if this air conditioning messes up the audio of this show, I'm going to have a conniption. It's just what it is. I did that, the golf. I'm trying to buy new golf grips for my clubs because my some of my clubs are getting dry rotted because I've used them for, for many years, many seasons. Golfers like to say, oh, yeah, this season I'm doing good. But you're not an actual athlete. You, you, you're just, you know, leisurely playing. Golf grips are expensive, and it's an expensive hobby. I, I Yeah, I watched. I put money on it. I lost. It doesn't matter. It was like five bucks. It's not real money. It's fake. Nothing is real. It's all fake, okay? It's all simulation. Nothing is real. We have TikTok nurses doing dances after uh, putting someone on a ventilator. Just put someone on a ventilator. Here's my TikTok dance. Right foot up, left foot slide. Left foot up, right foot slide. Just saved a life off a ventilator. That's the country hit, even though that was, well, pop and country are kind of intertwined now, so maybe that's it. All we need is a couple in the background. I'm a great music producer. Best to ever do it. Um, golf. I'm trying to get my clubs regripped. Uh, but it's expensive. It's expensive. And uh, I also suck. So paying for balls all the time probably doesn't help. I feel like, because when I worked at a golf course one summer, I could shoot, I shot 89. A couple times I shot 89. I doubt I could do that right now. I could probably shoot like 95 right now, if I'm being honest. And that's just because I got the long, I got the long drive. I can't chip right now. My short game is bad. Lag putting's fine. See, I'm just talking golf right now. I'm just talking golf. I'm just chatting it up. This is business deals done on the golf course. Business. And speaking of business... I'm still into the card game, Gary V. Okay. Uh, Gary V. Talk about market manipulations with uh, the cards. He's telling people, buy oh wait, buy this Luka Donich, Donchich. I don't know how to say his name. Luka rookie card. I bought it for $35. I was telling people on the internet, you have to buy this Luka rookie card or you're stupid. And now it's worth $400. I'm so much smarter than you. I'm going to own the Jets. If you're not going to yard sales in the summer, oh my God, this woman had a chest of drawers listed for $70. I found it sold on eBay for $75. This woman is a freaking moron. That's what Gary V sounds like to me. Is he like the Tony Robbins for internet youths? Is he like the Jordan Belfort, motivational speaker Jordan Belfort, not... Con man, Jordan Belfort. My guess, motivational speaking, con man. Same corporation, different division. Is he like that? Some of the stuff he says, it's it's very impactful and it gives kids hope. Which I guess is good. Some of the business ideas he gives these kids, not, not ideal. If you're not going to college to be a lawyer or a doctor, don't go. Don't go. I went to college. You know, I'm trying to be a professional jokester. Did I need to go to college to do that? No, but I found out about myself that that's what I wanted to do at college. So I guess I paid for that experience. Paid $30,000 to go do open mics in my college town and the local metro areas around it. 
dude, that aren't a lot. Now that I think about it. So I paid for that. I I bought this. I bought this old wooden chair for $33. I found it on eBay for $36. These people are morons. You're not flipping that. That's my Gary Vee impression. If you hate it, I'm sorry. I'm not an impressionist. I never claimed to be. People say you can't make jokes. Uh, you know, a lot of my jokes on here are pretty milk toast and pretty vanilla. And that's on me. Uh, maybe I haven't been in the right mindset to think of actual jokes. And that's probably because I don't have the opportunity for human interaction. Safe human interaction. I get some, but not a lot. Um, and, then, you know, a lot of taboo topics. A lot of taboo topics out there. And I don't, you know, like, I, don't, I like to toe the line. I don't necessarily like to cross the line wholeheartedly into that. So, so for example, abortion. That's a big word. Abortion is a big word. And a lot of people will, will have a lot of strong opinions on that. But if you get offended about this abortion joke I'm about to tell you, you are dumb. Because one, the joke is not good. And two, it's the most innocent abortion joke in the history of abortion jokes. So here's, here it is. Here, I'm going to lay it out for you. This is my open mic now. And I just paid for two drinks. And this is my, I get to tell one joke. Here it is. Um, if anyone calls their pet their fur baby, they probably should have gotten a fur abortion. Boom! Thank you very much for coming today. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not a good joke, but that's an innocent joke. And that's, if, if I could do a better job of that, of towing the line of bad things, but making it lighthearted, that would be great. That would be great. And this is my out loud journal that you're listening to. And, and, and my out loud journal on social media. And, and social media right now... Um, just the way algorithms, I know that's a popular word everyone likes to use, uh, just the way that works, it's, here's another, here's another trigger word, uh, toxic, everyone likes to use, this is such a toxic situation, I was in such a toxic relationship, he used to complain to me about his feelings, she would, she would never shut up about her bad day, they would never go to therapy. Well, maybe it's because they confined it, confined in you, confined or confined it. I need a producer. Confined in you. And they were like, I can trust this person with my innermost thoughts and feelings. And maybe they will show some sort of sympathy. Mm, they need to go to therapy. Mm, they're sharing emotion. They need to go to therapy. Maybe they just like you. And maybe you're the bad person. So maybe you should go to therapy because you never learn how to correctly communicate with others. Think about that. Bet you didn't. I sometimes need to stay off social media. I went through, like I said, and unfollowed people, but that was just like a petty thing last week. And this week, I went through and muted a bunch of people that retweeted stuff or posted stuff on various sites um, that I, I didn't find good for my headspace and head trash, as Jared Freed told me one time, not to name drop. He's been a very nice guy to me many years ago. And you know, head trash. It's stuff that just like doesn't give you something back, stuff that doesn't, you know, make you feel good, put you in the right spot to do the things that you want and need to do. So I'd see things and they make me mad or somebody would just post these just bananas opinions and it's just making my blood boil and I'm sitting here on the internet. Oh my God, I can't believe somebody has a different opinion than me. Ah. And so yeah, you just have to mute them because it's nothing personal against them. Those are their thoughts and feelings. And sometimes you just got to let stuff go. 
I think we all need to take a step back and realize nothing really matters. It's all fake. Jimmy Fallon did blackface in twenty in two thousand, and he apologized for it in twenty twenty. He's not losing sponsors. I don't care about Gary V selling things for two dollars more on eBay. I just don't care. And I see these crazy things on social media, and people want to make themselves feel good, and that's fine. But there's certain things that I miss that now that I mute people and unfollow people because it's not good for me, um, it's like I kind of miss making fun of that because seeing somebody with a bio that says just a 29-year-old, 29-year, no, just a 29-year-old kid with a dream, that's, that doesn't make any sense. 29-year-old kid with a dream at 29 you're gonna have to stop dreaming i stopped dreaming at i stopped dreaming at 20 20 probably stopped dreaming at 20 and realized that college was a four for me four and a half year funeral for my dreams i just got to bask in the glory of everything i thought i was going to be and then i come out in the real world and i just get kicked in the teeth and that's life so 29 years old just a kid with a dream i'm going to hollywood come get your ticket to vegas it's over. Give up. I'm, I'm, don't give up. I'm just messing with you. But with a dream is a pretty weird thing to say. And being 29 years old and saying you're a kid is weird. Um, no ill will against this person. I don't even know this person. I just saw this bio one time. I clicked on it because they had a popular video. And it showed up on my timeline. And I clicked it. And 29 years old, just a kid with a dream. Just a kid at 29. I'm just, I'm just a kid. And my dream is on Twitter. I'm just a kid. Something quitter. I am such a great song writer. I should move to Nashville, Nash Vegas, and start my writing career. I have to stay off social media. It is toxic for me sometimes. And that's not a bananas thing to say. Um, I know that's a popular topic you just heard on JRE. If you're a JRE fan, sometimes I listen to them if they bring on a comic I like or there's an interesting conspiracy. And they had Kevin Hart on there, and people have very, uh, Kevin Hart's a very polarizing fi- figure. People have very strong opinions on Kevin Hart, I guess, in the sense that um, there's, there's a lot of people like this, and I could just play the name game and sit here for 10 minutes and think of a name every 35 seconds. But you're, you're either... Oh yeah, Kevin Hart. He's he's really funny. He, Kevin Hart is like the best. Or you're either, well, I hate Kevin Hart. He's in everything. He's so annoying. Only does the same stuff. There's never any Kevin Hart's in this. Okay, I feel like there's never that. And maybe there is, and maybe there isn't. You know, but uh, I I would really like to think of. I would really like to play the name game for two minutes. I know that's dead air, bad radio. I know that's dead air, but I would really like to think of somebody who is very polarizing somebody who has people who have very strong opinions on they're either all in or all out there's no lukewarm they will spew you out with that opinion i honestly don't remember i honestly don't remember but what i do remember is jimmy Fallon did blackface what's the deal people going to the bank and see that's my jimmy Fallon impersonating chris rock that's me impersonating an impersonator i'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude Grand opening, grand close. 
and that's an old Donald Glover. Well, that's a that's an old Chris Rock rehashed into an old Donald Glover on that Donald Glover special Weirdo, which I probably watched five times in high school. Because he had that joke because uh I guess I get on that subject. Uh, you know, they couldn't say certain words. Donald Glover said he couldn't say certain words in his household growing up, so he changed a certain word to vampire. And he's like, vampires, grand opening, grand close. And that is a really funny special. Donald Glover, see, he towed the line of very sketchy subjects, and he made it lighthearted. That is what I need to learn to do. Why am I not doing that? Yelling to myself on a, on a phone. Why am I not doing that? Fur baby, fur abortion. Come on. Here's a joke I said on TikTok the other day. It got it, it did, you know, over a thousand views. That's fine for me. I don't care. It's a fake life internet app. Sure, I'd like to gain a massive following on there and people jump over to the podcast. That'd be fantastic. Come over here. Come sail away with me. All right. And I said, mid 2000s dudes be like, because I wanted to make a Vine type joke, because Vine was funny for a moment, uh, I'm not doing that, that is gay, and then cut screen over to me, Barney Stinson is God, so the joke there is, <laughs> uh, people would say in the mid-2000s, a lot of guys would be like, oh, that's gay, I'm not saying that, that's gay, I'm not doing that, that is gay, which is a really dumb way to describe something, you know, that is a, that's, oh, that's gay, dumb um and barney stinson was a big womanizer he had the playbook on how to pick up chicks that was funny you know sitcom stuff i watched how i met your mother that's fine um but the joke is barney stinson was played by uh neil patrick harris you know very openly gay man that's the joke people would say things that were homophobic i know that's a big buzzword right now uh, people would say things like that, and then they would say, Barney Stinson is great. And it's like, well, what about the real guy? You know? You know? If you're not buying Luca baseball market manipulation, that's what it was. So he bought these Luca rookie cards for $35 and sold them for $400? Have you guys ever heard of? Market manipulation. He is buying all of these cards. And I'm into cards. I like collecting things. He is buying all of these cards and telling his massive following, his massive fan base, go out and buy all these cards that you can. Oh, wow. So the price goes up and up and up and you have 20 of them? You bought them at 35 and selling them for 500 What? Market manipulation exists, Gary. Not insider trading. You're just playing. I guess that's legal. You know, who am I? I'm just a 29 year old kid with a J. <laughs> 24. I just turned 24. I'm about to hit. This is my quarter life crisis episode. And I would call it that, but I'm going to call it Jimmy Fallon did blackface. <laughs> he did. Okay. So the writers wrote it. Do you guys not get that? Lorne Michaels signed off on this. Do you guys not get that? Cancel the show then. Cancel SNL. I liked it. Growing up, it was great growing up. I don't know what happened to it. I understand television comedy is not the same, and people can get raw, unfiltered jokes on the internet. I understand. Uh, but it's weird. It is weird. Because I was listening to some old Lonely Island stuff the other day, 
from like 07. And I was like, man, 07 was awesome. 07 was a great year. 05, 04, 05, 06, 07. Right there. That year in entertainment, pop culture, that year in, in, in music and, 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 and comedy and all things. Hilarious. Okay? You have uh, all this SNL stuff going on, and then you got the tabloids, and you have TMZ. I used to watch TMZ religiously. I would get home from school, do my homework, all that stuff, and then on uh, NBC or whatever channel it was, Fox, I don't remember. They had TMZ, and I would watch that. That show was hilarious just to see the celebrities. You know, some it's like, oh, we have uh, Paris Hilton. You know, she's going to be a hot mess. And then it's like, well, we have Jeff Goldblum. He's going to make fun of you for taking pictures of him. And then we have, oh, uh, John Mayer. Oh, he's going to want to be a, a, in the paparazzi and take pictures as the paparazzi. That's a fun bit. Uh, you know, and then uh, who's another character they used to get on there? Uh, athletes, maybe. I don't know. Uh, you would never see. I never saw Will Ferrell on there. Think about it. Never saw Will Ferrell. But TMZ was great. And I don't know. I'm assuming it's not really a thing anymore. I think TMZ probably isn't like now they just care about breaking stories. They don't necessarily care about like, oh, Lindsay Lohan is alive and I saw her on Ventura Boulevard. And like they don't really care about that anymore. I don't think so. I think it's more so now breaking news. They're trying to get into the everybody's trying to get in the breaking news industry. If I had breaking news, I'd break it right now. I would be a news breaker. And so I could get that blue little check mark by my Twitter and Instagram name because that's what it takes. You put your birthday in your bio because you have to, and you say, hey, I deliver facts. I need people to know that I'm a truthful person. Here are facts. And here's another fact. Jimmy Fallon did blackface. So give me my blue check mark. The writers wrote it, though. Do you not get that? The writers, they wrote it into in the year 2000. They wrote that. And Chris Rock signed off on it. He said, yeah, sure, that's fine. You're impersonating just me. It's just me you're impersonating. I'm not here to give you my opinion. I am here to give facts. That's what I've done this whole episode. I never said, here's what I think about it, other than the social media sketch, sketch segment. I'm just delivering facts. Golf grips are expensive. Anyone who calls their pet a fur baby should have a fur abortion. Do we treat corona survivors like they survived a terrorist attack? Who are the heroes? Is it me? Stay off social media sometimes. That's a fact. 29 years old and saying you're a kid. That's weird. That's a fact. Gary V did market manipulations on baseball cards. That's a fact. Jimmy Fallon did blackface. And the writers wrote it. Make of that what you will. <laughs> All right, uh, that'll close out today. That'll close it out today. Uh, thanks for clicking on this episode. Hopefully the video works. Um, I genuinely enjoyed doing this episode. I'm trying to get some funny people on here because I think that will send the rocket ride into orbit. So uh, share with your friends, subscribe to the show, all that jazz. Use promo code Frank with a K at checkout on baseballlegendapparel.com for 10% off your final purchase. Have a great day. Please take care of yourselves during this trying time. I will see you when I see you and all that stuff. All right, bye.